River. Let's see. I think I'll turn over to the loudspeaker. River Radio. Hello? This is only a test. This radio station will remain on the air, day and night. Across the Thames Valley. Turn on the radio and let's have some music. Turn it on the way up. River. Turn it on the way up. Radio. Spread the word. Hello, this is Amelia Fish. I am a registered associate nutritionist and you are listening to The Reset on River Radio. This show is all about nutrition and shaking off those common myths and misconceptions about food. And on today's show, we are going to be talking all about food for our heart. If you have any questions for me today, you can message us in on our Instagram or other socials at River Radio Live or email me directly at amelia at river.radio. Now, I am very excited to be starting off today's show and getting right into it, really. Um, so as I already mentioned, we're chatting today about food for our hearts. Now, there are many, many things that we could talk about today, but I'm just going to keep it to a couple, um, and that's going to be fibre and fats. Um, and if you would like me to come back with another episode chatting more about different foods and our heart health, do let me know and we can organise that for you. So, if we're chatting all about heart health today, I guess a good place to start would be chatting about um, uh, really what we're talking about, which is heart health, and the term that's commonly used, which is CVD. Now, CVD stands for cardiovascular disease, and it is a term that is given to a group of conditions that affect either our heart or our blood vessels, with our blood vessels um, including our veins, arteries, and capillaries. So that's really what we're chatting about, CVD, cardiovascular diseases, as in heart health. And that's what we're going to be talking all about today. And why is it important that we chat about this? Why, you know, why should we be thinking about our heart health and what's uh, the importance of nutrition in all of this? Well, cardiovascular disease is one of the most common causes of mortality worldwide. Uh, figures recently estimated that unfortunately 17.9 people do die from it annually and it is so many of these can be prevented through lifestyle changes. So that's the positive thing and that's really what we're going to be focusing on. These lifestyle factors and obviously specifically nutrition. Um, what do I mean when I say lifestyle factors? So some different lifestyle factors that can affect cardiovascular disease include our age, our smoking status, our blood pressure, um, also our cholesterol levels, diabetes, our physical activity levels, and also the quality of our diet. Now this list is not exclusive, there are other factors involved, um, but these are just a couple um, that I thought I'd mention to start off today. And obviously we're chatting about the our diet today, and as I mentioned at the beginning, specifically around fibre and fat. 
Now, we just have a little disclaimer to just before we really get into the show. Um, so we're going to be delving a little bit into specifically our diet and some aspects which influence our heart health. Um, and we're going to be going through some foods which are associated with some positive effects on our heart, but also some that have slightly more negative effects with our heart health. Um, and these are all associations which um, research has shown. But when we're chatting about these, it's not, um, you know, this is right and this is wrong. Um, It doesn't mean that changes in our dietary patterns will ever stop us from ever getting cardiovascular disease. But what it does mean is that some of these factors that we're going to be chatting about may be able to reduce our risk of it. Equally, we're not saying to cut out any of the foods that may, you know, have a more negative effect on our heart health. It's instead maybe to consider this as part of a bigger picture, as part of your whole dietary pattern and your lifestyle. And do remember that balance is key. So we've introduced heart health, cardiovascular disease and really what we're going to be chatting about today. So I think it's time to play a little song before we dive into fibre and later on in the show fat. So do stay tuned for that. Um, But first we're going to play a little song. So we're going to play Higher Power by Coldplay. I do hope you enjoy and I'll see you soon. Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. Sometimes I just can't take it. Sometimes I just can't take it. And it isn't alright. I'm not gonna make it. My shoes untied I'm like a broken record I'm like a broken record And I'm not playing right Just so go out and kill me Till you tell me you're my heavenly phone So hold tight Come on, come on Oh, oh, oh Come on, come on Don't let go Just to let you know that you've got a higher power Got me singing every second, dancing every hour Oh yeah, you've got a higher power And she really saw one I wanna know Electric. Mm. This boy is electric and you're sparkling like the universe connected and I'm buzzing Night after night after night This joy is electric mm. This joy is electric and you're circuiting through I'm so happy that I'm alive Happy I'm alive at the same time as you Cause you've got a higher power Got me singing every second Dancing every hour You've got a higher power And you really someone I wanna know
second just to let you know now You are listening to Amelia Fish. I am a registered associate nutritionist and this is The Reset on River Radio. You can find us across all social media platforms at River Radio Live and on the website at river.radio. Now today we are talking all about nutrition and heart health. If you have missed the show so far where we've just introduced a bit about heart health and cardiovascular disease and why really it's important that we're doing this episode... Do not worry as this episode will be released shortly after the live show as a podcast and can be found on all your main podcast platforms including Apple, Spotify and Google. And if you have any questions for us today you can message us in on Instagram at River Radio Live or email me directly at amelia at river.radio. Now, I said that we'd get into a few of the foods and the first one that I thought we'd cover in this part is fibre. And fibre, I guess, is something that's being spoken more and more about. And I think more people know that it's something that we should try to include in our diets. It does have positive health effects. But I guess, what really is it? So fibre is a type of carbohydrates and it comes from plants. Now, what makes it different from other carbohydrates that we commonly talk about is that it's not digested um, and absorbed in our small intestines. So that's what generally happens. You know, we consume it and it goes uh, down through our gastrointestinal tract, through our stomach to our small intestines where it's digested, broken down and starts being absorbed so our body can use those nutrients. But what happens with fibre instead is that it passes undigested into the large intestine. So it goes through the small to the large. And when it gets to the large intestine, it it starts to be broken down by the bacteria in there that naturally live in there. And these bacteria are a good thing. I know quite commonly we chat about bacteria being bad, but actually we have trillions of bacteria all down our gastrointestinal tract but many are located in that large intestine right at the bottom where we're talking about where the undigested fiber is and they have lots of positive health effects and this uh, is one of which that contributes to our heart health so really getting onto track of fiber and heart health because I could (laughs) fiber and gut health is one of my favorite topics and I could really sidetrack right now and talk about all the different health effects associated with our gut microbiome all over our body but today we are focusing on heart health so why is fiber good for our heart health 
Well, it has been linked to reducing our risk of heart disease, that cardiovascular disease that we were speaking about at the beginning, but also type 2 diabetes and living with obesity. Um, And this is supported by the research. And there are a number of possible reasons why they think that fibre may support our heart health. Um, So one of those reasons is that fibre, things that are Uh, full of fiber are really filling in our stomach so they're bigger and they take longer to digest so it can help us feel fuller for longer and overall this can help um, level out our appetite it can so we can feel fuller for longer so then that means that we're not going to overeat beyond what we actually need Um, and that can help to maintain a healthy body weight for and remember please that everyone's healthy body weight is different we're all genetically different um so that's an important point to mention just there but overall what this can do is contribute to support a good blood pressure blood sugar control and cholesterol management now cholesterol is an important thing to chat about here because uh we do know that there's two different types of cholesterol and these are called hdl cholesterol and ldl cholesterol Now, these are the two that we most commonly chat about. And in simple terms, HDL cholesterol is our effectively good cholesterol and LDL effectively is our bad cholesterol. Um, And high levels of LDL cholesterol, the, the one that we're saying is effectively bad for us, that has been shown to be associated with increased risk of cardiovascular disease. Um, And so what we're saying is that fibre can help to support our cholesterol levels. Now, there's quite a big mechanism going on here, and it's all to do with our bile acids and things like that. Um, But basically, what fibre can do is help to reduce our levels of the LDL cholesterol. So that's just one way in which, and there's, there's... multiple other ways that research has shown that fiber can support all of these different risk factors so overall having a diet high in fiber can be a marker of an overall healthy dietary pattern and also one that's going to support our heart health um so I'm going to play another song quickly, but we are going to carry on with the chat about fibre and heart health after this little song, because there's some really interesting things to get into, specifically around the fibre that's found in oats and barley, and how this may have a specific health benefit. But then we're going to be coming on to a bit of advice and the recommendations around fibre. So we're going to, as always with my shows, we're going to give you some practical advice around fibre. We'll probably play some more songs later on in the show, and then we'll be coming back with some information about fats and our heart health but first of all we are going to play another song so we're going to play clarity by vance joy across the thames valley one more time across the thames valley this this is river radio well now for some pop music try this the day began i called the rest a frantic beating in Chest, a panic reeling in my brain Perspective lost but nothing gained I was so stuck inside my shell Then the ground began to sway I realized what mattered most to me 
I am a registered associate nutritionist and you are listening to The Reset on River Radio. You can find us across all social media platforms at River Radio Live and on our website at river.radio. Today we are chatting all about heart health and foods which are good for our heart um, and to the ones that may not have such a positive effect. Um, And overall we're going to be giving some generic advice about what we can do to support our heart health. So far we've introduced what heart health is and the importance of us chatting about it today Um, and we've also started to talk a little bit about fibre and why having a diet rich in fibre can support our heart health. Um, But 
What's really interesting is that there is fiber specifically that comes in oats and barley and it's called beta glucan. And what this has been shown that as part of a healthy diet, it can lower our cholesterol. Um, And it does this. So by forming um, a kind of gel in the gut, which um, is which can bind with cholesterol-rich bile acids. Now, don't worry about all these terms, but effectively what it can do is to stop cholesterol being absorbed into the body. The recommendation is to have three grams of beta-glucan a day for it to actively lower our cholesterol levels. Um, And this can be found in a variety of foods. So having a portion of porridge oats in the morning, a portion being 30 grams, or having some oat drinks. Um, Make sure to check on the packaging though for these because some contain very low amounts of beta-glucan and some a bit higher. And remember that we need at least three (laughs) grams sorry, three grams of that beta-glucan a day to help actively lower our cholesterol. So maybe a, a, a 125ml glass of a oat drink might only contain half a gram of beta-glucan. So do take uh, care and have a little look at that. Um, but also you can have it in things like oat cakes. Um, pearl barley is also a great source. So having a 75 gram portion of that can really help to add to this. So, and I think I spoke about this at the beginning, which was saying we don't need to do everything. We don't need it all the time. But it's having this awareness that something like adding in three portions of this may help to reduce our risk of uh, our levels of cholesterol Um, and as we said earlier that having high LDL cholesterol levels has been associated with um, heart disease. I think it is important to point out that the research isn't quite there yet with showing uh, a causal relationship between all of these things but we do know that diets high in fiber which um, so having 30 grams of fiber a day at least that can help to support our overall health and well-being and the research generally also would support uh, that it can help our heart health too so you know um, adding in fiber where we can maybe making switches for example if you're currently having a white bread in a sandwich maybe switch that for a whole grain alternative or something with seeds um, adding seeds to salads that can be a portion of fiber and also really considering the fiber that we get from oats and barley so maybe you're having granola or um, that's made from porridge oats or you're having porridge or overnight oats or birch and muesli you know there's lots of different ways that we can mix this up even birch and muesli as a dessert or a snack in the afternoon could be a great option if this is something that you're looking to add in and it's something that you do like and enjoy too so what's the recommendation for fiber i did just mention it earlier i wonder if you can remember i'll let you have a think so the recommendation for the amount of fiber that in the uk that they say we should be having is at least 30 grams a day for adults however unfortunately most of us don't currently reach this i think it's it's more about the 19 20 gram mark depending on your gender of what we're currently eating um so for the majority of us we do need to eat more 
And how can we do this? Uh, we started giving some advice there when we were chatting about barley um, and oats and the fiber from them. So I guess that's my first piece of advice is start the day with a uh, breakfast that is high in fiber you know many of our breakfast cereals aren't a great source of fiber so but you know maybe you prefer a breakfast cereal to porridge and that's completely okay um but what else can you add to that cereal maybe it's something like some fresh fruit some nuts or seeds you don't have to have them with the cereal you can have them on the side just see if there's something high in fiber that you can add to those meals and maybe think about those snacks that you're having for the day throughout the day. If you're currently having things like crisps or you're currently having, I don't know, um, some other snacks during the day that are sweety or chocolatey, maybe instead you could try some fruit or some vegetable sticks with some hummus or with some crunchy peanut butter. Um, unsalted nuts and seeds are all great alternatives. Um, and that can also, that they're really nutrient rich and they're also more filling. So, you know, win-win in that example. I think I just want to keep this as a theme throughout the show today as well, that this is advice of things that we can add in. I'm absolutely not giving advice to that we need to take loads of things out of our diet. It's just let's think about what we can have in moderation and let's think about all the nutrient rich foods that we can put into our diets. Um, and speaking of which, what can what healthy uh, swaps can we make? Because I don't want us if we are thinking about you know taking some things out of our diets, for example, um, sweets. Uh, where else are we going to be getting that energy from? So let's put that in with some fruit, or let's put it in with some vegetables. You know, let's let's make sure that we're putting the right nutrients back in it's the same for example if you're looking to eat a more plant-based diet so you're reducing the amount of meat in your diet but that's also reducing the amount of protein in your diet so what alternative can we put in to make sure that you're still getting enough protein and examples would be beans lentils uh, foods rich in soya for example tofu and tempeh um oh sorry <coughs> Um, and nuts and seeds too um, all of these foods are really high in fiber as well as protein so you know that's um, a really good alternative if you're looking to reduce your meat intake um, and replace that fiber <laughs> sorry and replace that protein you're replacing it also with something that's high in protein but also something that is high in fiber um, and also I would definitely advise looking at where you can sneak in those oats and barley during the day. Um, barley is a great grain to add into salads and things like that. You know, you can make a portion on a Monday and have it for dinner on a Monday night and lunch for Tuesday and Wednesday, especially if you're um, a very busy person. That could be something that's super useful for you to be doing. So I think we've given lots of little tips there with fibre. We've also explained why fibre is good for um, supporting our heart health um, and how we can get more fibre into our diets and why we really need to be doing this. So we're going to play another song um, and then we're going to be coming back and we're going to be chatting all about um, fats and I'm going to be diving into both saturated fats, unsaturated fats, um, omega-3 and also we're going to be answering a question 
question about eggs because I know there's always been a lot of controversy about eggs, their cholesterol, the amount of cholesterol in eggs, um, the fat found in eggs, and also that's effect on our heart health. So we're going to be answering those questions um, very shortly. But first of all, we're going to play another song. So we're going to play "Remember This" by the Jones Brothers. Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This. This is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Baby, we're gonna wanna remember this. Baby, we're gonna wanna remember this. I can taste it forever on your lips. There's a lifetime living inside that kiss. Baby, we're gonna wanna remember this. Baby, we're gonna wanna remember this. But we ain't getting any younger. To be honest, I don't care. I'm not trying to live forever. I'm just trying to be right here. This I know. Now it's all we got This I know mm. Just one more dance Two more drinks It'll go by fast So don't you blink Used to pray for a moment just like this There's a fire in your eyes I can't resist Baby, we're gonna wanna remember this Baby, we're gonna wanna remember this I can taste the forever on your lips There's a lifetime living inside that kiss Baby, we're gonna wanna Every second I'm with you I didn't know what I was after Until I found it all in you This I know If tonight is all we got Then don't let go Yeah, yeah Just one more dance Two more drinks It'll go by fast So don't you blink Used to pray for a moment just like this There's a fire in your eyes I can't resist Baby, wake up Just like this There's a fire in your eyes I can't resist Baby, we ain't gonna wanna remember this You know it's true Baby, we ain't gonna wanna remember this Used to pray for a moment just like this This is Amelia Fish. I am a registered associate nutritionist and you are currently listening to The Reset on River Radio. Um, I'm just going to play another song before we come back and start chatting all about fats and I'm sure that you've heard a little bit of it now. Um, It's one of my favourites. It is Put a Little Love on Me by Niall Horan. I hope you enjoy. Holding us is it wrong 
But I still wonder where you are Is it wrong that I still don't know my heart? Are you all dressed up or nowhere to go? Are your tears falling down when the lights are low? Another Friday night trying to put on a show I am a registered associate nutritionist and you are listening to The Reset on River Radio. Today we have been speaking all about food for our heart. Um, So we've spoken about what heart health is and so far we've chatted about fibre, the importance of fibre for our heart health and how we can add more fibre into our diets. Now the second half of the show we're going to be chatting all about fats Um, and there are different types of fats in the foods that we eat and some have different effects on our heart health. So let's start out with saturated fats and trans fats. 
Saturated fats. Now, the good way to identify, I guess, what a saturated fat compared to an unsaturated fat is, is that generally the rule is saturated fats are the solid ones. They're the ones from animal fats. So it's like your butter and your lard. Uh, whereas unsaturated fats that we're going to get onto later are liquids generally. So it's things like our olive oil um, and our sunflower oil. Now, as I said, we're starting off with saturated fats and these have been associated with increases in LDL cholesterol. Now, remember earlier on in the show, we were chatting about how LDL cholesterol is effectively our bad cholesterol um, and LDL cholesterol is associated with a stronger risk risk for cardiovascular disease so we've got two associations there diets high in saturated fats are associated with an increase in ldl cholesterol and high ldl cholesterol is a is a strong risk factor for cardiovascular disease similarly uh, trans fats have been associated with coronary heart disease um, so a whole variety of cardiovascular diseases and also all-cause mortality and that's why the recommendation for trans fats is even more um uh is even smaller than it is for other types of fats so let's chat about those recommendations to clarify that so it is recommended that total fat saturated fat and trans fats should contribute to no more than 35 percent 11 percent and two percent respectively of our daily energy intake so that's only two so in total 35 percent of our energy should come from fats and it is because we do need fats but within that 11 percent no more than 11 percent should come from saturated fats and no more than two percent should come from trans fats um so that's about seven uh, in total that's 35% is about 70 grams of fat per day for a woman and about 90 grams per day for a man. Um, So that's very interesting with the saturated fats. So yeah, we're chatting about them in numbers. So that's 20 grams of saturated fats for women and 30 grams for men. And this is, again, no more than. I want to highlight the point that we are chatting about the fact that we do need fat so we're definitely not saying you know cut them all out completely it's just an awareness that we should be having no more than about 70 to 90 grams of fat per day of which about 20 no more than 20 to 30 should grams should be coming from saturated fats and as little as possible for trans fats interestingly that recommendation for trans fats the less than two percent is one of the only uh government guidelines that currently the majority of the uk population are meeting so that is really really well done but i guess we've done all the numbers we've done all the percentages of energy we've done all the grams but that doesn't really help us unless we know what foods that we're focusing on um so we already gave the little bit of insight about it being the solid fats um but where are these coming from so saturated fats and trans fats are in foods for example hydrogenated spreads um dairy products including butter and cream uh processed meats they're also in things like white chocolate and cake 
snacks, uh, fatty meats and processed meats, for example, sausages and bacon, kebabs, burgers, all of those solid animal fats like butter, lard, dripping, goose fat um, and things like that and our full fat dairy products, as we said before. So, you know, it is in a lot of foods and we're not saying that you do not you need to cut them out completely it's just that we need to be having less than 20 to 30 grams depending on our gender of these saturated fats a day and as little as possible of the trans fats but how about coconut oil now this is a question that i am asked all the time and it's a really interesting one isn't it because you know I see the adverts all the time for it I'm sure you do too I've tasted it you know it tastes great in recipes too and um people there generally appears to be the thought in the population or the people that I've spoken to that it is a healthy option and I see that it's it definitely is advertised as one over social media but how about with the advice that we've just given with the generally hard fats being the saturated ones which we're trying to reduce in our diets well unfortunately coconut oil may have a bit of a health halo around it because it has a very interesting composition made with a variety of fatty acids in it but the majority of those are saturated fats Um, So it may contribute to some of the same health problems as other saturated fats do. Interestingly, or importantly, I should say, the research is growing in this area. So we don't have a definite recommendation around it just yet. But it's one to be cautious around, um, to have the education, have the knowledge that there is saturated fat in coconut oil um and yeah just be aware of it that it may not um have as many health properties as previously advertised um i'm going to be coming on to unsaturated fats just after this song uh but first of all we're gonna play imagine by ben platt across the thames valley one more time across the thames valley this this is river radio well now for some pop music try this your eyes give life a new meaning it's like i found the north light i never knew what i needed Till I felt your hand holding mine Yeah, you say I'm your hero But you are the one that saved me If I ever lost you I'd fall to my knees I can't imagine my life without you I can't imagine one night without you If something happened, don't know what I'd do I can't imagine Your eyes give life a new meaning It's like I found the north light Oh, I never knew what I needed Until I felt your hand holding mine You say I'm your hero But you are the one that saved me If I ever lost you I'd fall to my knees I can't imagine 
without you I can't imagine one night without you If something happens Hello, this is Amelia Fish. I am a registered associate nutritionist and you are currently listening to The Reset on River Radio. This show is all about uh, shaking off those common myths and misconceptions around food. And on today's episode specifically, we've been speaking about food and our heart health. Um, And we've covered so far the big ones on today's episode, which is fibre and fats. Um, So we've done fibre and we're now doing fats and we've already done saturated fats and we're going to be coming on to unsaturated fats now including omega-3 fats and also some questions around eggs if you have missed today's show and would like to catch up do not worry as the show is released shortly after the live show as a podcast and can be found on all your main podcast platforms including apple and spotify So we're getting on to unsaturated fats now and as I said earlier these generally are your liquid fats and research has found that replacing saturated fats with unsaturated fats so talking about those switches that we've been talking about all throughout today's episode um, can reduce our risk of cardiovascular diseases. Um, In particular this association is with polyunsaturated fats and that's our omegas which we're going to be coming on to. Um, So what is omegas? Um, I'm focusing today specifically on omega-3 but there are different types as omega-3, omega-6 and omega-9 but omega-3 is a fatty acid and it actually comes in three different forms itself. Don't you worry too much about the names. I'm going to give you the short ones for now, which are EPA, DHA, and ALA. Now, EPA and DHA are the ones that are generally found in oily fish, and ALA is what's found in plant foods. Um, We cannot, and consuming them through foods um, are associated with some health benefits. but that's specifically around the EPA and the DHA. Now, research specifically around, it has found that it can reduce uh, the risk of coronary heart disease, cancer, and also some other chronic diseases, this omega-3 and the EPA and the DHA, and it may be through an anti-inflammatory effect. Uh, More research is needed to definitely, you know, uh, look into causation there, but there is definitely strong associations. Um, But how is that? And I don't want to go too much into the science. Um, I know we're looking for some advice here, but you know it's important I think to understand a bit about what's going on and why I guess it's the EPA and the DHA um what what effect are they having uh and how can they help protect our heart and blood vessels from heart disease 
Um, and research has shown there are many mechanisms. Uh, for example, it can lower uh triglycerides and these are fats that enter our blood after we eat them and it which are associated with uh you know if we have high triglycerides that can have a negative health effect it can also uh it's also been shown to reduce the risk of blood clots and also lower blood pressure all of which are associated with um, overall having a positive effect on our heart health. Um, but practically, what does the evidence say? Well, I think it's really interesting because uh, to look at the difference uh, between different countries, specifically around some countries which uh, generally consume more uh, oily fish than Western countries, such as uh, Mediterranean countries um, and also in Japan. And when you look at comparisons between these countries and Westernized countries, such as the UK, fewer people have been found to have heart disease. Um, so that gives us another uh, really good example that people... Uh, populations who have diets high in oily fish are at lower risk of heart disease really important to say there are many other factors which might be contributing but it's a very interesting observation and especially associated with all this other evidence that we have so the important bit I guess getting on to um, is the advice you know we've taken that evidence and what can we do with it well the recommendation is to uh, for us to have at least two portions of fish a week with one portion being 140 grams um, and note that that could be two or three portions of small, smaller fish per week as long as overall you're adding up to the uh, two portions of 140 grams each um, and at least one of those uh, fish should be oily. For example, what are oily fish? They That could include mackerel or anchovies, salmon, herring, trout, the list goes on. But how about our plant foods? Well, plant foods contain that ALA, such as green leafy vegetables and nuts and seeds. However, as I said earlier, that is not associated with the same health benefits as the EPA and DHA found in fish. But Obviously, there are some other recommendations. And where do fish get their EPA and DHA from? Well, it's algae. So um, it's definitely not there yet, the research, but it could be considered trying to get your source of um, EPA and DHA through algae. Um, I think as well on that note, we're chatting, you know, about supplements. I think some people may have heard of an algae supplement. Um, generally, I absolutely prefer a food first approach. Um, it's always best to get as much nutrition we can as possible from foods rather than supplements. And that's for many reasons. Uh, for example, foods contain a whole range of nutrients. You know, they contain that fiber as well that we were chatting about earlier and lots of other vitamins and minerals which aren't found in uh, supplements which only contain a specific nutrient. However, there are options if you don't like fish to choose an omega-3 supplement or to have a look into algae supplements. However, it's definitely worth chatting with a healthcare professional before taking any supplements. Um, and the last piece of advice, you know, so we just covered oily fish um, and where we can get that from and also our plant-based sources um, covering supplements too. But I wanted to mention whitefish and shellfish because 
you know, we always chat about getting out our omega-3s through our oily fish, but what about the whitefish and the shellfish? Well, interestingly, these do contain some omega-3, but it's actually at about a tenth of the amount of the same weight as oily fish. However, they are also nutrient-rich, nutrient-rich, low in saturated fat and energy too. Um, So, maybe it's you know getting some of those in us too if you don't like the oily fish it's definitely a good option um because they're so nutrient dense but just be aware that there is a lot uh, lower amounts of omega-3s in whitened shellfish compared to our oily fish I can't believe it but we're coming towards the end of the episode so I'm gonna start to wrap up but as promised I will answer the question on eggs Now, there's a lot of controversy, isn't there, around eggs and our heart health and our cholesterol. Should we? Shouldn't we? Um, And people do often wonder if it's okay to have them because, um, and that's because the egg yolk, that's specifically the yellow part, is rich in cholesterol. And as we've mentioned throughout today's show, that cholesterol, um, high levels of LDL cholesterol is associated with heart disease. However, generally speaking it is fine for most people um, to include eggs in our diet because what we find is actually that the cholesterol in foods such as eggs such as shellfish you know prawns um, actually does not have a significant effect on our blood cholesterol levels Um, it in fact is much more important to focus on the amount of saturated fats in our diet rather uh, rather than the amount of cholesterol in our diet when we're thinking about our blood cholesterol levels. So yeah, we're definitely we're not so worried about foods that are rich in cholesterol we're more thinking about because they don't actually influence our blood levels so much what we are thinking about is foods are rich in saturated fats because they can influence our cholesterol levels however if you are concerned around this absolutely do speak with your healthcare professional such as your gp or a registered dietitian um before uh and get some further advice on this Um, But for most people, uh, foods that are high in cholesterol um, generally don't influence our blood cholesterol levels so much. So yeah, we're really close to the end of the show. Um, And let's, as I wrap up every single show, we're going to wrap up with some overall advice and an overall message. Uh, So the overall message is to, I guess, don't We don't need to cut any foods out, but what we do need to maybe do is think about our dietary pattern as a whole. Think about the amount of fiber in it. Think about how nourishing it is. Think about the amount of fat in it, but specifically the different types of fat in our diet. Um, And uh, and also then consider that dietary pattern within our lifestyle too. We don't necessarily need to cut anything out, but we do need to think about balance and moderation. So I've got four, uh, three tips of overall, oh, three tips, two tips, two tips of overall advice from this episode. Um, But if you would like us to come back with another show on heart health and talking about uh, some of the other research around some of the maybe less well-known factors such as polyphenols and our antioxidants, such as salt and sugar, do let us know on our social medias and we will be coming back with that. 
So what's the overall advice from this show? Try and increase our fiber intake. In the UK, we're currently eating about maybe 10 grams, maybe more, less uh, fiber than the recommendation. Uh, So the recommendation is 30 grams of fiber a day. How can we increase it? We can swap refined white grains for whole, whole milk cereals and cereal products. We can try to include more legumes and pulses um and seeds and nuts aim to include five fruit and veg a day a little disclaimer on that if you currently have a diet which is low in dietary fiber don't worry at all but do just try to increase it slowly increasing it too much at once can cause some gastrointestinal side effects which we want to avoid so if we do it slowly that's absolutely fine and the second piece of advice today is aim to swap unsaturated fats in and saturated fats out so a swap for example would be um, instead of using butter maybe try to use something like extra virgin olive oil Um, but yeah that's wrapping up today's show I can't believe how quickly these shows get every week and thank you to my listeners for joining me on the reset to you it's been great sharing a little bit about food for our hearts today where we specifically focused on fiber and uh, fats if you missed any of today's show and would like to catch up please um you can find the this as a pod this show as a podcast shortly after the live show um on all your main podcast platforms including apple and spotify um i'm gonna play you out with one final song but i hope you enjoy this i hope you have a lovely rest of your week and do hope you join me again soon so we're gonna play polaroid by jonas blue liam payne and lennon stella i hope you enjoy across the thames valley one more time across Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. Let me tell you how it happened. I wasn't looking for someone that night. I was never a believer. But you could fall in love at the first sight. But all of a sudden. She's gone in the flesh of her life I never was looking mm-hmm. I'll be looking for the rest of my life